The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply, but get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is your home for free daily video picks from SGPN. It's like YouTube for sports gambling, but make sure to subscribe to our profile at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Roman. Roman is the straightforward way to take care of your ED. GetRoman.com slash SGP for $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is the home of the Best Ball Mania 2 contest where you can win a million dollars. That's right, one million dollars. Sign up now at underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. What's up, y'all? Dan Titus here with the NBA Gambling Podcast, hosted by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Here on on Tuesday morning, Manaf and I are here to give you guys a quick rundown of everything that happened. Highlights last night, we had some really big history happen, as well as some other potential playoff implications. We'll give you our daily fadeaway for this crazy 11-game slate uh, heading into the playoffs And then we'll head over to the prop shop, give you some of the best player props that we've been cooking up, as well as our best bets for Tuesday. So I want to start off. Manaf, what's good, bro? How are you feeling? How's your Tuesday going? Doing well, man. Uh, Last week of the NBA season, right? We had some, uh, like you mentioned, good stuff last night. Uh, I know it was a short short slate of games last night. I think we only had six games, but bigger slate here tonight. Some really good matchups and, uh, you know, can't wait to get into it. For sure. And when we're going to take a quick break right here, hear from one of our sponsors, and then we'll get into everything that happened last night. WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. So get started today, and you'll receive a special offer up to $500 of risk-free sports bets. Terms and conditions apply, but get the details over at wynnbet.com and download the app today. A WinBet line that I like for today is the Miami Heat beating the Boston Celtics. They're currently one-and-a-half-point favorites. I like this line here, and I'm going with the Miami Heat. So with that, we'll get back to the action. So, Manaf, the I think the biggest news of last night was probably Russell Westbrook breaking yep. the triple-double record in 105 less games than Oscar Robertson. And it's crazy just because I've just seen the Twitter feed just blowing up about all these old takes of you know, LeBron James and Jason Kidd and Gary Payton all saying how this record, Magic Johnson all saying this record could never be broken. And yet here we are in 2021. Russ, does he get the, enough respect in the game, man? I mean, this is a, a record that most thought would never be broken. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, a lot of times like casual fans that watch the NBA that say that Russ just he pads the stats. That's what it is about Russell Westbrook, right? But, you know, guys like you and I and betters and hardcore NBA fans or casual or, you know, hardcore NBA fans, if you watch him play, man, he 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 is 110% on every single play. He doesn't take a play off. And that's the things that you can appreciate about Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I mean, he averages a lot of turnovers per game, but when you have a high motor like he does and the pure passion that he has for the game, it's been unheard of. And, you know, we were privileged enough down here in Houston to at least see him for, you know, one season with Harden last season. Um, you know, it, it was it, the effort that he brought every single night was a breath of fresh air because we heard with James Harden that, you know, he wouldn't put in the effort on defense or, you know, take possessions off and things like that. But, you know, overall, Russell Westbrook, again, 110% on every single possession. And it was just incredible to see. And I was told, take, telling Zach this last night or in our triple doubles that are like 18, 10 and 10, they're like 27 points, like 20 rebounds, 20 assists. And, um, you know, congrats to uh, Russell Westbrook. That's a big, big accomplishment in this game. And 
I think this is like his fourth or fourth, fourth or fifth season where he's going to finish averaging a triple double. So, you know, I'm, I mean, somehow, some way I'm hoping that he finds a way to get a ring uh, at the end of his career. But I mean, I think we kind of need to take a step back and truly appreciate what Russell Westbrook kind of has changed the game and the way he plays the game is to be appreciated. For sure, dude. And, and I think you summed it up amazingly. Um, you know, just in, in some recent news, I mean, the last five games, this, his stats are absurd. 23.4 yeah. points per game, 16.4 rebounds, and 18.8 assists per contest. All the while, it's not like these are empty stats. Yeah. Washington was not even a contender for making this play-in tournament in the pre, um, pre-All-Star break. And now look at them. You know, you got yeah. Bradley Beal vying for the scoring title. That's certainly... Russ's ability to get his his all-star teammate involved to the point where he's ready to give him that shine all the while he's still doing his thing yep. making people like Daniel Gafford look like they're really good players and uh, I just you can't it just can't you can't understate how well this guy has been playing and he doesn't get the respect he deserves he makes a triple double look so easy that we we forget you know, that this guy is doing something that no one else has ever done before. And, you know, how many people have averaged a triple double over the course of one season? Very few. And he's done it several times now. So yeah, man, great, great story. Great moment. Uh, Give him his flowers because we're, this guy is, he's easily a hall of famer and I would love to see him also get a title and uh, a couple other storylines here. So Utah Mm -hmm. are seemingly blowing it for their top spot here. They lost to the Warriors in a late game. Yeah. Late game defeat where Steph Curry just does Steph Curry things hitting late game threes. And there seems to be, so kind of correlates a little bit to what we just talked about. I mentioned Bradley Beal, apparently Mm -hmm. him and Kent Bazemore have this beef going on about uh, Kent Bazemore. If you listen to one of the interviews a couple of days ago, he took a shot at Bradley Beal saying he's hurting his hamstring, trying to catch Steph. Bradley Beal didn't take too kindly to that. So that seems like they got a little back and forth going on, but otherwise, what are your thoughts on Utah, man? Are they going to be able to close this out and be able to fend off the suns here for that, that top spot? I think the advantage that the Utah jazz have uh, as we kind of finish up the season here is that they're, they have probably the easy schedule remaining. Uh, I know they have, do have Portland tomorrow night, um, which, you know, again, Portland is going to be up for, for every single game for the rest of their season. So, other than that, their last two games are against Oklahoma City Thunder and the Sacramento Kings. Um, I mentioned this yesterday on the podcast is that I think this is going to be a tricky spot here for the Golden State Warriors tonight because Phoenix, I'm sure, is looking up and watching that game last night saying, hey, Golden State beat Phoenix. I'm sorry, Golden State beat Utah, and now Phoenix takes on Golden State tonight. So if they're able to beat and get a victory tonight, now they're, I think, all of a sudden one game behind the um, Utah Jazz for that number one spot. Now for the Phoenix Suns, they have Portland remaining and then two games against San Antonio. So it's going to, I think it's going to come right down to the wire, man. I'm not sure who has this tiebreaker between these two teams. I believe it is Phoenix that has the tiebreaker. Yeah. They've already beat them. I believe twice this season. Yeah. Three. So Phoenix is three and oh against Utah Jazz this season. So, I think Phoenix is going to catch them. I think it's a big game tonight for Phoenix Suns against the Golden State Warriors. We'll get to that in a little bit, but um, I, I think, like to answer your question, they'll they'll catch them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, then lastly, I guess just for last night, man, the dogs reign supreme. Yeah, six and zero against the spread. Crazy. Um, we saw Washington cover their eight and a half. We saw the Cavs come in nine and a half. Pelicans even as they have like seemingly no one left to even roster on their starting lineup. They're managed to cover nine and a half Spurs pull out a surprising uh, cover as well as the, your rockets covering 15 points. So it was a very yeah. interesting day for sports betters, but uh, let's get into today's action. So we got 11 games being that there's so many games. I just want to start off with the daily fade, man. Which one are you not betting today and why? Um, I think the ugly game of the night is probably going to be that last game tonight between Sacramento Kings and OKC Thunder. I mean, OKC is probably in full fade mode and 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 full tank mode that they have all these picks and and don't want to 
don't want to win any more games. And then, you know, Sacramento, obviously, with no more De'Aaron Fox, probably for the rest of the season, um, you know, not not many exciting players out on the floor. So I think that's the kind of game that I'm going to stay away from here tonight. And I mean, I really don't even have much for that game here tonight. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you just for sake of of giving another fade away. I'm fading the the Clippers and the Raptors game. The Raptors have now been officially eliminated from the playoffs. I'm not really sure who's going to who they're going to trot out there and this spread is moving. Started out as 12 and a half. I see it now at 13. Yeah. I it's it's a bit too rich for me. I don't know that I want to get involved in it. Who knows if the Clippers are even going to want to I mean they're they're right now they're still battling out for that 3 spot, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like they can easily beat them by 13 points, but I've seen surprise uh, weirder things happen in the NBA with that spread. That is the second highest spread of the, of the slate next to the Milwaukee bucks and the Orlando magic, which is currently the bucks are favored by 13 and a half. So just very gaudy spreads. Don't want to touch it today. I think there's a lot of other intriguing games on the slate that I would, I would like to put my money down on. But with that, Let's get into some of the games. So first game that kicks off today, we'll, we'll start with the Denver Nuggets going against the Charlotte Hornets. Right now we have the Hornets as five and a half point dogs. Seeing the over under at 220 right now. How are you betting this one? I'm leaning towards the Denver Nuggets here. Um, yeah. I just think that they have too much, too much against the, even on the road against the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, I think we're going to see Jokic really put a stamp on his MVP campaign. We see the improved play of quite a few members of the Denver Denver Nuggets team, and Charlotte is still going through some injuries. Still don't have Gordon Hayward. Obviously, yep. lost Miles Bridges to COVID nineteen or mm-hmm. COVID protocols. Excuse me. Yep. So, where are you betting this one? And do you like that total at two twenty? Yeah, I think it's uh, Denver in a bounce back here, a bounce back game here tonight against the Charlotte Hornets. Um, you know, Hornets dropped a tough one against uh, Lonzo and the Pelicans. Uh, I believe what it was uh, on Sunday that these yeah. two brothers took off. So, um, you know, I think it's tough for, for the Charlotte Hornets when you're missing like key guys and key role players, right? I see Devontae Graham is a game time decision, but like you mentioned, no Gordon Hayward, they don't have one of the Martin twins. And then uh, of course, Miles Bridges has uh, been sidelined with health and safety protocols. Uh, I think it's a good bounce back spot for Denver, right? Like you mentioned, I think Jokic should have his way tonight. Michael Porter Jr. I mean, this guy's been playing out of his mind. Open. Uh, since uh, I mean for pretty much all season but he's really taken that step up and really helped Jokic ever since Jamal Murray went down um, so I like you said I, I like Denver here tonight they should take care of business you know again that Western Conference um, they're battling for playoff positioning um, it's kind of interesting that Western Conference is like a battle between one and two three and four five and six right. and then, like <laughs> they play in tournament they're like all separated by one game it's crazy so um, yeah, I agree with you. We'll take Denver here tonight. I, I'm, I'm not sure, you know, what's going on with the Charlotte team because they are missing, you know, key guys. Right. Yeah. And part of me actually wants to go the under here. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't know what Charlotte's going to be producing in terms right. of of points. Just they they seem to be a little bit undermanned here. And, and Lonzo Lamelo Ball, excuse me, it's going to be him and PJ Washington pretty much shouldering the load here. Terry Rogier is obviously going to still be active, but then you also have Lake Monk. Yeah, Malik Monk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. But uh, yeah, I like Denver here in this spot. Um, next game, we got the Minnesota Timberwolves going up against the Detroit Pistons. This one's another easy. This easily could have been a fadeaway game as well. Both teams yeah. are have pretty much mailed it in. Not much upside here. But we see that the that the Detroit Pistons are currently seven and a half point dogs to the Minnesota Timberwolves. How do you like this game? And are you betting it? Yeah, I think this would have been another just like a stay away game. Also, um, I'm not sure, man. I, I, it seems like like the Minnesota Timberwolves are like the easy side to take because their main guys or their their stars are still playing in games, right? Where you see versus like some other teams like Toronto and and some of these like their Houston Rockets, they're sitting their stars. Minnesota's still trying their guys out there, right? Cat still playing, Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell. Um, and then you take a look at Detroit's, you know, lengthy, lengthy injury report where they have all these guys out and they're, they're trotting their young guys out there. Um, 
don't know, man. I think gun to my head, I, I would probably go with uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves here tonight. I think Carl Anthony Towns could have a big game um, against his Detroit Pistons team. I'm not sure who would be able to keep up with him, whether it's uh, whether it's uh, Stewart or, or Siddiqui Bay, whoever's going to be matched up on him. But uh, a game that I'm not betting, but um, for, for picking sake, I will take Minnesota here on the road, minus seven and a half. Yeah, Detroit's really struggled on the road, uh, just struggled against the spread lately. Yeah. Um, and with their team being so unreliable in terms of, you know, their main players, Jeremy Grant, Mason Plumley, Wayne Ellington all being ruled out. Um, it's really going to be their backup squad going up against, to your point, the the main cogs of the the Minnesota Timberwolves. So yeah, yeah I think the easy bet here is is really just ride with the the Timberwolves, but We'll see. Um, this is another game that I'm probably not going to be too interested in. See the the over under total at 228. Not anything to really get excited about. So yeah, this is probably another fade for me. But if I, you know, to your point, gun to my head, I'm 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 a ride with the I'm a ride with the Timberwolves here. But I could easily be swayed to go Detroit too because they have a funny way of covering when you least expect it. Right. Yeah. Probably stay away from this one. Yeah. And uh, so this one's going to be a good one. A lot of playoff implications here. The Miami Heat gets another game against the Boston Celtics at the Celtics. Currently seeing Boston as one and a half point dogs. But I think more importantly, news came out just a couple of days ago. Or was it yesterday? Yesterday. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely yesterday. Okay. Um, Jalen Brown's going to be missing the rest of the season with a wrist injury. He's going to be having surgery on his wrist. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's a huge impact to the Boston Celtics. It's a great thing that they acquired Evan Fournier in that trade deadline move because they're going to need him now. But I think Mm -hmm. really this is going to be emphasis on Kemba Walker, right? Like we've seen him um, sit on back-to-backs, but I think with the, the end of the season nearing, and now the dependency of needing more scoring, I think we're going to see him definitely get more involved in the offense here. But yeah. Miami seems like Jimmy Butler's kind of turned the corner a little bit. How are you betting this one? Who do you like? Yeah, like you mentioned, I mean, now with Jalen Brown out for for the Boston Celtics, now that pressure is on Kimba Walker to help Jason Tatum with the scoring and, and kind of leading this offense. Um you know, Evan Fournier, I think is kind of a wild card. It was even, you know, we talked about in the post trade deadline show is that this was kind of a, a weird acquisition for the Boston Celtics, not really a guy that they needed um, in this offense. Um, but, you know, I think Miami's playing good bas- basketball right now. We saw on, I think Sunday when these two teams got together, um, they're fully healthy, right? They're not missing guys now, you know, a lot, this, this whole season, they had guys in in and out with COVID and and uh, with injuries and things like that. Now that they're finally healthy, it's time for them to start playing their good their best basketball. And I'm not sure that the Boston Celtics will have enough to kind of contain the Miami Heat from what we know that they do best. Right, with Jimmy Butler mm-hmm. leading this offense, we know what Jimmy Butler's capable of. But again, now that Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero are looking like the guys that we saw from last season. Kendrick Nunn has has been a great scoring option also for the Miami Heat. I just think this is going to be too much for Boston here tonight. I know this is the second game of that mini series that we've talked about all season, but you know, I think Miami has a very tough schedule down the stretch here. They have still have Philadelphia and Milwaukee on deck. Um, so I, I think they take care of business again tonight against against this Boston Celtics team. Yeah, Miami is eight and two against the spread in the last 10 meetings in Boston. So I'm going to continue to ride that wave as well as the over here. This game opened up at the 220 and it's now at 225. So quite a bit of a jump there. Um, But yeah, I think that this is going to be a high scoring affair in their second game of this mini series that you described. Nine straight overs for uh, Miami in their last nine games. So nine and oh to the over, maybe, you know, that's an indication that, you know, the overs headed in the right direction. Same thing for uh, Boston. I think seven out of the last eight or six out of the last seven have also gone over the total. Right, right. So we're going to take a quick break here from our sponsor, and then we'll get back to it. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball players strike out with bases loaded. The best golfers sometimes three-putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you've come up short in the bedroom sometimes, it's perfectly okay. 
But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go to GetRoman.com slash SGP now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward and discreet. Getting started is simple, so just go to GetRoman.com slash SGP and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving your home. Complete an online visit today to connect with your doctor to take care of it. So go to GetRoman.com slash SGP to get $15 off your first month. Look, there's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. GetRoman.com slash SGP. Get started today and save $15 on your first month of treatment. All right. We have still a ton of games to get back into here. I guess the next one would be my daily fade, which is the Clippers and the and the Raptors. As stated before, Raptors are 12 and a half point dogs. The Clips heading to Florida to take them on. They are three and seven against the spread in their last 10. Whereas the Toronto Raptors, five, four and one against the spread in their last 10. Are you betting this one? And if you are, which way are you swaying? I think this is like maybe a game where it's like, a game for the Clippers to get right. You know what I mean? Like they've been kind of struggling on the offensive end over the last couple of games here. Toronto is trotting out pretty much their F squad here tonight. No, their, their four main guys are not playing tonight. Van Vliet is out. Siakam is out. Lowry is out. OG Ananobi is out. Rodney Hood. Um, so with the starting lineup of Malachi Flynn, Gary Trent Jr., um, you know, Stanley Johnson, Kim Birch, you expect like the Clippers a roll here, all right? I mean, but we like you said, we've seen weird thing happen, weirder things happen. Um, man, I don't know. <laughs> this is tough, right? <laughs> it uh, just became a daily fade for you too, right? Yeah, man? it's like, like kind of like, yeah. There's so many other games on the slate. I'm like, uh, do I really want to mess with this with a tanking team and like a team that's one of the better teams in the league? Like, I don't know. This seems like a seems like a a, a a prime recipe for a letdown, but yeah. Yeah. I think that if you do want to bet this game and if you want to bet on the Clippers, probably take them in the first half. First half. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They probably want to like just come out and and take care of business in the first half and have their guys, you know, their main guys, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard kind of rest in the second half. And, you know, if it's even a bigger blowout that they don't have to play at all in the fourth quarter. So I think that's one way to kind of attack this game. If you do like betting um, on the Clippers here tonight. Yeah, I love that call. That was I was literally thinking that as you were as you were communicating it, man. That seems like the move because the blowouts are the biggest things that affect these wide spreads. It's like these, you know, they'll be up by 20 at halftime and the next you know they put out their, you know, their bench players and then they close that margin and wind up making it a headache and sweating for the avid betters here. So, yeah. yeah, I totally agree with you. What do you what are your thoughts on the line though? I see that it opened up at 222 and a half. Maybe this was assumed that more players of the Raptors were going to be active, but now yeah. that's already lost or moving, trending downward to 217 and a half. So this is just giving me all the signs of a game I want to, uh, to avoid. Yeah. And then like, you wonder if you do want to bet an over on this game, like is Toronto going to be able to score enough points yeah. for them to, you know, hold their part of, you know, contributing to the over. And I don't think so. You know, I think this might be a game where you see, it goes like 120 to like 94, right? And it'd be a blowout by the Clippers. So again, if you do want to place a total in this game, personally, what I would do is probably take a look at Clippers team total, maybe first half or full game. Um, and that's the way I would kind of attack a total in this game. Feel that. Yeah. So so let's go to Indiana for our another. Uh, this game's going to have some implications on the playoff here. Yeah. So the Sixers, I mean, they're still... Uh, the odds on favorite right now to win the Eastern conference, not completely out of the woods yet, but they Mm -hmm. do go up against another team that is below 500, which is extremely valuable besides the Utah jazz. I'd say the Sixers probably have one of the most favorable schedules to, to close out the season here, but they take on the Indiana Pacers. Currently the Pacers are six point dogs. We know how Philly has been on the road, but they've been improved after the all-star break. We really saw Tobias Harris step up when Joel Embiid was out. Joel Embiid has kind of, faded a little bit in the MVP conversations. Mainly he's only had one really big game in his last five, primarily due to just game scenarios and and not needing 
being needed to play a lot of big minutes, but Sixers are eight and two in their last 10, six and four against the spread. Meanwhile, you have the Pacers are five and five in their last 10, five, four and one against the spread. We see the game total at 234 right now, mm-hmm. but as we've talked about over the last week, Indiana doesn't play much defense, but we've seen Demonis Sabonis drop just monster numbers yeah. lately. What are you betting for this one? Do you think Indiana can pull it out? Because um, if the playoffs were to start today, Indiana would be the ninth seed going up against the Wizards and the loser would be eliminated. So given what we were talking about last week, you know, the locker room is definitely going through some turmoil. The coach Mm -hmm. isn't really in favor of or in the favor of a lot of a couple of their superstars. Do you think that the Pacers are actually going to try to win this game and, and make it into this playing tournament because ultimately the way Washington's playing, I don't think that they're going to stand a chance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you take a look at, I think that that incident happened in that Sacramento game, I believe. And then they came out against Atlanta, got the victory there. And then they only lost by a point to Washington. So, and then they got the victory last night against Cleveland, obviously. So, I mean, they're, they're still trying to go out there and win games. And I think believe that effort is still there from their guys. Um, As far as tonight, I mean, I, I think, this is going to be one of those games to kind of keep an eye on for the injury report because still see Joel Embiid is uh, a game time decision. And then obviously the question with Malcolm Brogdon and his hamstring um, is another question. You know, Indiana is on a back-to-back, like we mentioned, you know, they played Cleveland last night and got the victory there, you know, quickly looking at Indiana and back-to-back situations tonight against the spread 10 and five in that situation. So I'll take Indiana here tonight reluctantly, but um you know, I don't feel good about it. I think Philadelphia money line may be a good parlay piece for maybe taking another game or another money line, maybe like with the Brooklyn Nets or, or you know, somebody else that you like tonight. Um, but, uh, you know, is this going to depend on what style of basketball Indiana's going to play? Are they going to try to get up and down again? Because yesterday, I mean, they had scored, I think, 18 points within like the first four minutes and then it just all kind of fell apart for them. And then they just didn't have a good shooting night, but um, it'll be interesting to see how this kind of, what pace they kind of play with here tonight, but I'll take Indiana plus the points at home. Okay. And uh, I'm going to take, it's a little bit Homer as I'm rocking the, you, yeah, viewers see can't it. see, but I'm rocking the Eagles shirt today. I'm going to rock with Philly here okay. in their last two contests this season. The, the Sixers has co- have covered both games. Yeah. The game went over. But both spreads were a modest. Uh, the first spread was about two and a half where Philly was laying dogs. They wound up winning by nine. Yeah. The second game, Philly was favored by three and a half. They wound up winning by 16. So I think that they might have Indiana's number here, okay. despite you know being on the road at late in the season with some rest implications. If Joel Embiid doesn't play, I yeah. think that Philly will cover here and seemingly and put a damper on, on Indiana's run to make that playing tournament, even though they'll still probably be there, but I don't know. I just have bad vibes about what's going on in that locker room that they're really, as much as they're playing hard, they're not playing really to, to go into the playoffs here. I don't think that they're, I mean, the only team that can really catch Chicago, sorry, the Indiana Pacers. to that playing tournament is going to be Chicago, but they're still two and a half games back behind Washington. So, I mean, it almost seems like they're a sure lock to get into that play-in tournament, regardless if they win or lose games here. But if Chicago, I know they have a big game tonight against Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, and if Chicago somehow pulls that off and Indiana loses tonight, then it might get a little uh, a little sweat for Indiana. That's a great segue, man. Let's get into it. Brooklyn going to Chicago. Currently seeing Chicago as four-and-a-half-point dogs. To me, looks like it's going to be fireworks. Uh, we got the game total at 232 right now. Levine is back. He's dropped 20, at least 25 in his last last two games. Obviously going up against a juggernaut here, but we saw Nikola Vucevic also play really well in their last game against, I believe it was Detroit, uh, one pretty handedly. Yeah. So what, what are you betting here? Do you think that the Nets can take care of business? Or do you think that the Chicago Bulls are going to keep it competitive and cover their four and a half points? Yeah, I think this is one of the more interesting games here tonight, right? Between these two teams, like you mentioned, we may see some fireworks and a lot of points here tonight. Um, I think this is a game that Chicago knows that they need, right? And in Brooklyn right now has a one game lead over Milwaukee. 
um, for that for that two seed. I think James Harden will be back tomorrow night against the Spurs for the Brooklyn Nets. We'll get into that maybe tomorrow, um, you know, because they announced that he was scrimmaging and things like that. And, you know, he said himself that he was real close to returning. Um, you know, them being on a back-to-back situation here, uh, I'll take Chicago, man. I, I think this is a big game for Chicago, and they know it too, right? If they want to make that push for the play-in tournament, maybe catch one of these teams, they're going to have to win out. And, and it's going to have to be a 100% effort from these guys every single night. And I think that if they weren't wanting to get into that play-in tournament, do you think their superstars would be playing here? I i don't think so. Um, so I'll take the plus four and a half with the, um, with the Chicago Bulls. I think the interesting thing that I kind of found with um, you know, I was digging a source on player props was that this is a fifth game for Nikola Vucevic against the Brooklyn Nets, which is really interesting because obviously he had two with when he was with Orlando and two, and now this third game with Chicago going up against Brooklyn. So they have two games against Brooklyn here. It's a tough schedule for Chicago here, two against Brooklyn, Toronto, and then Milwaukee. So um, I'll, I'll take Brooklyn here tonight. Sorry, I'll take a Chicago here tonight at home as a home underdog. Yeah, that's a really interesting stat. I got to go back before we get to the prop shop, but uh, I want to see how Vucevic has played against the Brooklyn Nets over the course of the season. I have it written down. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, I have it. Um, but yeah, you know, like before, uh, was it like three, a few days ago, the, the Nets were really struggling, lost four straight. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they beat the Denver Nuggets by six. I think that they're going to continue. I think that they're sensing that the Bucks are on their heels. I think that they're going to take care of business today. I'm going to go with the Nets to cover five points, but I could totally see the argument to Chicago also covering here, being that they need it a bit more than the Nets do if they're going to try to, you know, make that playoff, that play-in tournament. Um, so let's go to the next game, man. Dallas and memphis this one is going to be a good one and uh currently see the the memphis grizzlies they're at home they're laying two points to the mavericks but you know i mean is this a game where are we actually gonna see luka Doncic finish a game i feel like he's been ejected like every (laughs) other game lately man like and for the most ridiculous stuff i mean yeah yeah he hit he hit sexton in the nuts like you could definitely see it clearly on video but was it intentional probably not but I don't know. Lucas seems to be in his feelings lately. I think that's enough for him to continue his fine play. I think this guy's motivated, pissed off. I'm going to think we're going to see a good game out of Luca. I'm going to take the Dallas Mavericks here as the favorites to cover a modest two points. But, you know, to me, this is pretty much a, a money line pick them. Yeah. Who do you think is going to win? I think the funny part going back to, I think it was a TNT game where they won. Uh, I forgot which game it was, but he was doing the post-game interview with the TNT crew there. And Shaq says, or one of the guys says, um, Luca, you got your, I think he said 15th uh, tech in that game. And he said, if you get one more, you're going to get suspended. And Luca's like, yeah, I know. I need to stay calm and, and, you know, relax um, and not get so caught up with the referees. And then the next night he just kind of like gets Colin Sexton a shot in the nuts. And, but re- <laughs> like, he was like responding to him because, you know, he, he gave him like a, a, a tough elbow in the back, which would kind of piss you off too. Right. If you're playing. Yeah. They were line. battling for a rebound. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it happens in tussles or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it didn't seem, I don't know. It didn't seem like, like Sexton didn't even look that bothered by it. Right. Yeah. But it was just, you know, it can't just be, can't be nut tapping people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, was, that, was, that actually used to be the Chris Paul special, man. I remember back in the day when I was in yeah. college, he used to do that all the time. I went to Virginia tech and mm-hmm. I remember probably two or three times he would, he did that in the course of his career. And he got known as like the nut tapper. It's like, damn man, Chris, <laughs> I don't know why Chris always got to play with people's nuts, man. It's kind of weird actually, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, hopefully Luca doesn't get that. Doesn't get that kind of a label now. Uh, yeah. Draymond green, even him, him and his flailing leg, how he'd always be yeah. kicking people in the nuts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, imagine if it's like CP three and like Draymond were on the same team. I mean, ejections <laughs> or text that, would, that would be crazy. Well, uh, now we're talking about technicals. I think Draymond got another one last night too. Oh, he and he's at like 13 now. So, I mean, these things are just flying, man. I feel like everyone's getting teed up more and more yeah. these days. Uh, but yeah. how are you betting this one? Yeah, uh, yeah. Getting back to this game, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, you know, Memphis got a, a victory, I think, last night against the Pelicans. Obviously, didn't cover in the game, but more importantly for them right now, they got the W. So, um, you know, big division game here tonight between these two teams. Like you mentioned, I think Lucas should, you know, step up uh, and play well here tonight after, you know, getting uh, ejected the last game. Um, you know, I, the role players for the Dallas Mavericks are really starting to shoot the ball well here. And that, that, that takes a lot of pressure off of, Luca to have to score the basketball word now, then he can become a distributor to guys like Tim Hardaway Jr. Who's been playing well, Jalen Brunson. And, you know, those they're, they're role players. Like I mentioned, um, man, this is another like close game. I, my heart's telling me to take Memphis here tonight because they need the game in that Western conference standings as well as do the um, Dallas Mavericks. Um, I'll, I'll agree with you, man. I'll take Dallas here tonight. I feel like they're playing good basketball here. Um, I think they should, uh, you know, win probably in a close one. These two teams did match up earlier this season. I think in one game, Dallas won the game by one. And then I think they won by 10 earlier in the season. So, um, you know, maybe Memphis has some revenge on their mind. I'm probably going to go back and forth, like right up till game time between these two. But right now I'll, I'll take yeah. Dallas. Yeah. And it's crazy close right now because, you know, the Blazers are right on their heels. So yeah. Dallas definitely needs a win here. Um, as well as some losses by the Lakers, you know, that mid tier right there for avoiding that playoff, that play in tournament is really close. So I think we're going to see Luca come out into an MVP like form here. And Dallas has won their last two contests this season. They played as recently as almost a month ago. Mm -hmm. Dallas won by one point against yep. Memphis to cover. And then the game before that, Dallas won pretty handedly by 10 points when yep. they were favored by four and a half. So um, pretty low margin in this one. I'm going to go with Dallas. I think they're just the better team, but I think it's going to be a good, a good matchup nonetheless. So for sure, let's get into the next one. Yeah, this again, we're going back to these huge margin games here. So we got Orlando traveling to Milwaukee to take on the Bucks. Bucks mm -hmm. are 13 and a half point favorites right now. They've been cruising seven and three in their last 10, creeping up on the nets. Is there any reason that you foresee the Milwaukee Bucks not covering this 13 and a half, as well as this game total sitting at 230? Um, the Orlando Magic got rushed by like the the minnesota timberwolves a night mm -hmm. ago like real bad they were down by like what 20 30 points at one yeah. point mm -hmm. i can't imagine this is going to be anywhere near close considering that or that the timberwolves did that to the orlando magic so i can't imagine what the bucks are going to do um i'm not really seeing too much on the injury report in terms of stars missing the game so I feel like this would be a great opportunity for Giannis to miss the game just for rest purposes but yeah. clearly they want that two seed so yeah. what what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I think this is like one of those games where, you know, again, blow out by halftime, right? And Milwaukee coming off an embarrassing loss last night where San Antonio, like from the tip, wire to wire win for them. I mean, they had, what, 87 points in that first half. So defensively, Milwaukee is not playing well right now. But I think this is going up against a team that doesn't have the firepower or the the you know, star players like the Spurs do with DeJounte Murray, DeMar DeRozan, you know, their guys. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't see a reason why Milwaukee should not take care of business here tonight. Again, this is a game where you probably want to take a look at taking Milwaukee in the first half yep. to take care of business and, you know, potential blowout situation again. So, you know, I think this is a game where Milwaukee will come out, play hard, get a maybe 15, 20 point lead, build upon it in the third quarter. And then have, you know, Middleton and Giannis and P.J. Tucker, Drew Holiday, those kind of guys rest up in the fourth quarter because, um, you know, like you mentioned, it's going to be a battle between the Brooklyn Nets and the Milwaukee uh, Bucks for that two seed. Um, so, yeah, go ahead and take that Milwaukee first half here tonight. I also do love their team total here tonight for the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, like you mentioned, Orlando has not been playing really well on defensive and over their last Three games, 132 to Boston, 122 to Charlotte, and 128 to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Now you're going up against one of the best offensive efficient teams in the league, one of the best three-point shooting teams also in the league, and, you know, it might get really ugly here for the Orlando uh, Orlando Magic tonight. Yeah, and the Bucks are 3-2 and two in their last five at home in the first half um, going against the spread, but I, th I like them to go 4-2 and two here. I love the, yeah. the advice there. 
get in, get in on this first half, let them ride that momentum of being pissed off of last night's performance and really blow this team out the water and then watch their bench uh, go to work for the second half. Um, So for the next game, we have the, I think this one's going to be game of the night for me, the Phoenix Suns versus the Golden State Warriors. Phoenix traveling to Golden State. Golden State's on a back-to-back, coming off a really tough win last night uh, where we saw Curry once again go for 30. Do you think that the Warriors can pull it off here? So what do you think? How are you betting this one, man? We we got the Golden State Warriors currently five-point dogs and um, the over-under uh, seeing the game total at 230. Yeah, you know, I going back to what I talked about earlier, I think that, you know, I'm sure Phoenix was scoreboard watching last night, the game between the Golden State Warriors and the Utah Jazz last night saying that, hey, if Golden State's able to beat Utah here tonight, you know, we can go out and go out and beat Golden State tomorrow night and, you know, get within a game within for the number one seed behind the Utah Jazz. Golden State, I mean, they don't really need the win, right? I mean, they're kind of in that play-in tournament bubble from that 7-10 to 10 where nobody's going to catch them in, 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 in for that seven to uh, seven to 10 seed, right. It's just going to depend on whether they want to, you know, who right. the matchup will be in that play in tournament. Right. Um, so I, I like Phoenix to come out and take care of business here tonight, especially coming off an embarrassing loss against the, against the Lakers on Sunday. Um, you know, two, these two teams did match up earlier this season, Golden State won, sorry, Suns won both of them. By 20 plus points i believe in one game the golden state warriors didn't have steph curry and draymond but again i think that we see a a a big effort from the phoenix suns here tonight um and phoenix again has the potential to win out right they have golden state tonight portland and then two against san antonio so um if they're going to catch the one seed they're going to have to you know really win out for for their four remaining games here tonight or starting tonight yeah it's gonna be um i don't know the 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 I'm feeling like I'm going to go with the Suns here. Yeah. And uh, mainly because this, the Golden State Warriors are going to need someone else besides Curry. And I'll be honest, man, Draymond Green wasn't doing as much as he should have, you know, earlier on the season, but he's really came on as of late, not only, you know, distributing the ball and rebounding and playing excellent defense, but he's also been a little bit more assertive in finding his shot. Mm-hmm. However, I don't trust Wiggins. Yeah. He didn't have a good game yesterday. Jordan Poole came off the bench to have 20 points in 19 minutes. I don't think, I mean, the Jazz are the only team that's ranked in the top five in offensive and defensive efficiency, but that mm-hmm. wasn't the Jazz's best game. Yeah. Um, Jordan Clarkson took, what, 33 shots off the bench, 41 I mean, points night. with zero assists. That Let man is one. just a chucker. <laughs> Chucker, chucker, like that's like Carmelo Anthony, mad as shit in New York, chucking. Um, see, yeah, sixteen of thirty-three, five of sixteen from uh, three-point land, and yeah, you're right, zero assists, two turnovers. <laughs> he shoots thirty-four percent from the three-point line. He shot sixteen of them things. That that's like what Russell Westbrook used to do, and everyone yeah. would just like, dude, bro, stop shooting, stop shooting. Yeah. <laughs> like, but you can't tell Jordan Clarkson no. Like that man has the ultimate green, green light. light. Yeah, <laughs> but but yeah, as it stands, it looks like if the if the playoffs start today, the Warriors would be going up against the Lakers. Yeah, uh, for that for that uh, battle of the seventh and eighth spot. So mm-hmm. yeah, they don't need the game, but I I think ultimately it's it's really shaping up that these are going to be the first two. This is going to be the. Uh, the play-in matchup between the, the these two teams, the Lakers and the Warriors, but we wanted to put up what Phoenix is doing doing against the spread after a loss. They're fifteen and four against the spread after a loss. So coming off that loss against the Lakers, I think they have a good shot, at least statistical wise, and what we've seen them do this season after a loss, fifteen and four, covering at seventy nine percent after a loss. Yeah, what are your thoughts on this total here? You're going to get behind it. I'm thinking I'm going to go over here. Um, I'm thinking that this is going to either be, this is either going to be a very hard game for golden state to find buckets, or they're just not going to play any defense and they're just going to be firing away here off the second game of a back to back. Yeah. I think you take a look at the two previous games between these two teams. Let's see one 14 93, though, what that came out to two Oh seven. And then their second game was one twenty to 98. So both of those games went under the total. Um, and you know, Phoenix held, the golden sorry phoenix yeah held the golden state warriors to under 100 points obviously like i said one game without curry um 
I think I'll lean with the under here tonight. I think we'll see a better defensive effort from Phoenix. I think they'll be able to limit the offense of of the Golden State Warriors. Maybe they, I mean, who do you think will match up on, on Steph Curry tonight? Do you think it's Mikhail Bridges or, you know, is it going to be Devin Booker? Who do you think it'll be? I think it's going to be the kitchen sink um, because they know that they'd rather have Andrew Wiggins and everybody else try to beat him. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if we're going to see some double double teams traps okay. um, trying to check him at half court just to kind of disrupt their offense. So, yeah, yeah. Um, now that I now that you read off those those numbers and I'm looking at my trends board here, the under has gone 10 and 11, 10 and one in their last 11 meetings. I'm going to go under here. Um, OK. But yeah, I, I don't, this is going to be a tough one for Curry. I mean, he could still get buckets regardless, but yeah. I don't know. I think that they're going to find a way to scheme against him and throw different looks at him just to keep him, keep him at bay as best as they can. Yeah. Um, and so the next game, I think this one's going to be a good one too, man. Like this is going to complete the road trip for the Knicks. Much respect to the Knicks, man. They've, they've played six games on, this will be their sixth game on the road. And yep. they've handled business for the most part, man. We've seen Derrick Rose look like his MVP-like self, man. This guy has got a mean floater now that I don't even know where this this part of his game came from. But he's just been balling. Julius Randle's been hooping. Uh, Reggie Bullock has been a very, really good surprise over his last five games. He's really been playing well over the course of this road trip, averaging like 14.8 points per game. So LeBron James most notably should be returning to action. He's listed yeah. as probable. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis is also probable coming off a 42 point performance and a epic win. He looks like he's starting to come into round into form. How are you betting this one? I think that this one's going to, I'm going to lean toward the Lakers here just based yeah. off of the fact that they're getting back to full strength ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the fact that the, the Knicks have just been on such a grueling tour um, having to face against the Clippers last game. I, I think that this is where their luck might run out just facing a really good defensive team. And, you know, these are two of the top three defensive teams in the league going up against each other, but now you're getting a healthy LeBron James on the court. That's scary. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Lakers here. Yeah. I know we talked about when New York had uh, started this six game road trip, that if they went three and three on their road trip, that would be a, a, a W for them, right? They've already yeah. won three out of their five against the Clippers on Sunday and then they beat the Rockets and the Memphis Grizzlies. And, um, you know, we always kind of want to fade that team that's on that last leg of a, a, um, road game. Like, so the sixth road game now here for, for the New York Knicks. And I agree with you. I'll take the Lakers here tonight. I think it's time. Sorry. It's time for the Lakers to start winning some games here. I mean, I'm not sure if they're going to be able to catch the six seed here behind, I think they're behind Portland for that six spot. So pretty much looks like they may be just headed for that play in tournament. I mean, there's one and a half games behind, so maybe they can catch them for that six seed, but um, getting LeBron back tonight, you have Anthony Davis, who's like, you know, it's finally got his legs under him. He's had a good couple games, his last two games. Um, yeah. I think the, the, uh, the steam of, of, or, or the tired legs of the New York Knicks maybe may catch up with him tonight, even though, no travel real situation between Sunday to uh, tonight, because again, they are in LA. Um, But I just think that this is a game where, you know, Lakers come out and play pissed off basketball and take care of business uh, tonight against the New York Knicks. So I agree with you. I'll take the Lakers also here tonight. Yeah. I'm seeing best odds currently I'm seeing is four and a half. um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. At the Lakers as favorites, but the consensus looks like five. Uh, five and five, five and a half around that that range. So I'm going to take the the Lakers upwards of five and a half here. Um, and then the game total I'm seeing at two thirteen and a half, mm-hmm. two fourteen, two thirteen and a half. Yep. Probably stay away from that. Uh, these are two mm-hmm. defensive teams, so I wouldn't be surprised if it did go under. But that seems kind of the chalky play and the obvious play. So I'll probably stay away from that. But yep. Um, the Lakers are only a one or only a, ha- a game and a half back from Portland of the yeah. sixth seed and Portland holds that tiebreaker. So Portland mm-hmm. um, pretty much has their destiny in their own hands. They got to take care of business, but we'll see here. I think it's leaning towards the, uh, the Warriors and the Lakers eventual playing tournament matchup. So just real quick. Um, I know you said you're going to fade the thunder and Kings game. If you had to make a bet, which one would you go for? Um, being that the Kings are 10 and a half point favorites, uh, that just screams ugly to me. Um, 
Yeah, uh, I don't, we don't even need to talk about it, to be honest. I don't want any parts of this shit. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I think the uh, the Oklahoma State Thunder are just in full fade mode right now, and um, yeah. you know they're they're mailing it in and trying to get as as best of a pick that they can. Um, and they're giving up the points. You take a look at their last three games, 118, 136, 126. Uh, gun to my head, I'm taking Sacramento again here tonight. Um, Sacramento's, you know, surprisingly me playing well as of late. I'm not sure if they're trying to catch or catch one of these teams in the Western Conference, um, you know, picture to get into that playing tournament, but I think it's a little too late now. Um, so, you know, I'll, I'll take Sacramento here tonight. I really didn't dig into this game because it's, it's going to be an ugly one. Right. For sure. Um, so we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to get into the prop shop. If you haven't played underdog fantasy, you have to check it out. Check out their fantasy best ball tournaments. And they're some of the best around, including their best ball mania two tournament where you can win up to a million dollars. Plus, you can play a number of games involving parlaying player props for MLB, the NBA and more. They also have a special NBA playoffs best ball tournament coming up as well. So go to underdogfantasy.com and make sure to use promo code SGPN. And don't forget to enter their best ball mania two tournament for your chance to win a million dollars. That's underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN. And Munaf, I know you have a, you've been playing underdog fantasy. Give the audience here um, a preview of what you're liking for a player prop tonight. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, they, they are presenting sponsor this month for, you know, the SGPN network. So uh, uh, I, I was starting to dig around on, on the website, uh, quickly just talking about Underdog Fantasy. I know uh, Sean and Ryan have been doing those best ball drafts for for NFL. And, you know, I kind of got on the website and I was surprised to see that they had player props on there. And, you know, you and I both love player props. So we'll get into yes, the prop here in a little bit. Um, and they actually let you like parlay player props. I know you can do them on some of these other websites, but you know, sometimes some of the books I use, they don't let you. So I've been playing on there, you know, um, put in, you know, 50 bucks, got that free $25 with our, with our SGPN code. You know, if you haven't signed up yet, there's a free 25 bucks when you make a deposit. Um, so I turned that, you know, 75 into 150 here so far. So kind of doubled up here, but I've been posting these tickets of what I've been playing on underdog fantasy as far as player props. And tonight I'll give you two that I do like, uh, and then we could get right into the prop shop. Um, the first one I was going to do is to take in Nikola Vucevic over on his points, rebounds and assists currently underdog has it at 40 and a half. So I'll take the over on that. And then I'll parlay that with, uh, the other one I did like tonight was Kyrie Irving over the 26 and a half points um, for the Brooklyn Nets. I know we're both expecting points in that game. If you want to get crafty and, and, you know, throw in a three teamer, throw in Kevin Durant in there. Also, he's at 30, 30 and a half right now for the Nets. Those two guys have kind of been leading the way for the Brooklyn Nets as far as scoring the basketball, um, you know, and, and their odds of like, multiplying are better than what you get on a regular book. So if I parlay those three together here tonight, uh, 20 would get me 120 bucks uh, uh, return on, on, on those three player props if they cash. So if you haven't checked out underdog fantasy, man, check it out. It, it's a, it, it's, it's a lot of fun, you know, picking player props. And I did a best ball draft, I believe on Sunday with, uh, with Sean, sorry, with Ryan. And it, that was a lot of fun and it goes by fairly quickly. So Definitely, definitely check out uh, underdogfantasy.com. Yeah, man, I've I've already entered the Best Ball Mania 2 contest as well. I'm nice. trying to get my shot at a million, um, and I'm going to definitely delve into the the player props as well, and then maybe we and you can continue to add this to our prop shop segment. Yep. So speaking of which, sports nerd, give me, your, give me a couple of your player props for today that you're looking to cash in on. Yeah, let's see here. Um, I think the first one I wrote down tonight was going to be um, Michael Porter Jr. over on his uh, points prop here tonight. Let me quickly pull that up. I believe I saw it at 23 and a half this morning when I was digging it up. Uh, let me see here. Yep, 23 and a half. 23 and a half, right? Still there. Um um uh, yeah i mean he's been playing real well here for the denver nuggets like I, we had talked about earlier when jamal murray had gone down with his torn acl michael porter jr has really stepped up in that span you know in the one matchup earlier this season against the charlotte hornets he dropped 28 points uh, against them but over his last 10 games 
He's averaging close to 27 points per game, shooting close to 50% from the uh, three-point line. Um, you know, he's getting the minutes, 36 minutes uh, per game over his last 10 games. And against the Brooklyn Nets last game, man, he just came out on fire. I think he dropped like 17 points in that first quarter and was like five of six or four of four from three-point land. So I'm going to continue riding Michael Porter Jr. here tonight going up against the Charlotte Hornets uh, over 23 and a half. It possibly may have moved to 24 and a half, but I do like that number for uh, Michael Porter Jr. here tonight. MPJ, the new Slim Reaper. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Um, so I'm going to go back to, I was alluding to it a little bit earlier um, mm -hmm. in with news of Jalen Brown being out. I think that this is where we're going to see hopefully the Kemba Walker that Boston expects to see out on the court. Now in their last game they played, he scored 18 points. He shot five of 12. Kemba Walker only taking 12 shots is baffling to me. Yeah. And so I'm, I think he's going to turn that around. I think we're going to see a more aggressive Kemba in this game tonight. His line is currently sitting at, I believe, 20 and a half. Let me mm -hmm. see first points line, uh, 19 and a half. So a half, even better. I got, I got um, Kemba Walker clearing 19 and a half tonight. I think he's going to have a good game. Um, he's been averaging 26.8 over the course of his last five, but that's a little bit inflated for a couple really big games, but I think he's going to turn it up a notch. The news of Jalen Brown being out of the game. Yeah. You hit the nail on the head on this one. We had talked about how, you know, with now Jalen Brown, now Cameron Walker is, this is the time for him to step up. This is the reason why they kind of trade for him is yeah. for him to, you know, be that kind of third score for, for the Boston Celtics. And now, with again Brown gone for the season, Kemba Walker has to step up. So you know, especially in a game like this, in a big game tonight, they're going to need Kemba Walker. So I I love that call for um, for for Walker here tonight. Um, the second one I was looking at, I'm going to stay in the same game here. Um, I was looking at Jimmy Butler points and sorry rebounds and assists over 14. Uh, you could see I see it right now for him to have at least 14. Um, at minus 123, I, I do like that for Jimmy Butler. You take a look at what he's done over his last um, three games against Boston on Sunday. He had eight rebounds, 11 assists against Minnesota, eight and four against Charlotte, eight and eight. So he's hovering right around that 14, 15 mark. And against, you know, like we said, two games this season against the Boston Celtics. He's averaged eight rebounds and seven assists over his last 10 games, about six and a half boards and 7.3 um assists per game and on the road this season that's hovering right at that number and i think you know jimmy buller's really starting to lead this team um he's taking on that point guard role like he has all season for this team so um you know i think jimmy buller can you know at least get us those uh 14 uh stats between points and sorry assist and rebounds tonight going up against boston stat stuffer jimmy is back yeah i agree with you man uh, my next one, I'm going to go with Buddy Heald over. I know we were just <laughs> hating on that Sacramento <laughs> Thunder game, but I'm going to take my whatever residual benefits I can. And one one person that's really been the beneficiary of De'Aaron Fox being out is Buddy Heald mm -hmm. over his last. Uh, let me see here. I believe over his last eight games, he's eclipsed four and a half rebounds in all eight of those contests. So. Yeah. Um, I really like him to get five rebounds today, especially against a team that's going to be missing a lot of their uh, mainstays. Um, I saw Teo Maladon is going to be out for today's contest, mm -hmm. as well as a few other, uh, I believe Ty Jerome is questionable. To me, no Harrison Barnes in there as well. I think this is going to be a good spot for Buddy Heal to continue his rebounding ways. Probably could also parlay that with a player with a uh, points total, but I'm gonna stick to his rebounds here. Um, not my, I don't love it, but I think it's gonna be a pretty sure bet, just given how bad the Thunder are and and what this game could potentially be in terms of field goal field goals and missing and just opportunities of game flow. I think he's gonna have a lot of chances to get some rebounds. Yeah, I mean, you know, with OKC, especially like when you have like young guys that are playing now, like, you know, we talked about with Toronto and, and with, uh, you know, Houston is, I think is a great example is when you have these young, young guys, they want to get up and down the floor. Like they don't want to play that slow paced game where they're, you know, casually bringing the ball up the court and getting into the half court sets. No, they want to get up and down and play some ball. And 
I think that's a great call, you know, with, with, with the, with pace, you know, I think with missed shots, buddy, he'll, will have a great opportunity to grab those boards. And what did you say it was four and a half. Correct. Yeah. Four and a half. And over the last eight games, he's averaging 6.6 rebounds. Yeah. It is so, a bit, not the best odds minus one fifth. I'm seeing that's best as one minus one fifty five. but mm-hmm. you know, Hey, this is my hedge to my, my first one, which was a little bit uh, more even lined at minus one thirteen. Yeah, I think our, our buddy on the golf podcast, uh, Boston Capper, says it the best that you're only paying juice unless it loses, right? So, <laughs> so you know, we're picking sure. winners out here. I think I don't think it'll, it'll matter, but yeah, I love that right. call. Um, I think the other one, I, I know, two more I had was I'm gonna go with Carl Anthony Towns over ten and a half rebounds here tonight. Um, Detroit, oh, you had to do it. I did it on my Sunday prop article where. Uh, Minnesota blew out Orlando, man. He had, I mean, he had nine rebounds in the third quarter and I was like, Oh, this is an easy over. Yeah. And then it just wasn't competitive and he blew it for me, but go ahead. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm back on team cat. <laughs> That's a tough loss, man. I like hate those. Like it looks like, you know, midway third quarter, like it's on the way, but then they end up blowing out and they don't play in the fourth quarter. But you know, those are yeah. like some of the things that the bad beats, uh, man. Yeah. Those are bad beats. And then, you know, I think that's just part of like gambling because, you know, we can't predict blowouts, but you know, we'll pick the player props that we think will win. But, yep. um, you know, I'm just kind of fading this Detroit uh, Pistons uh, defense against at least the center position. You take a look over their last seven games or last seven days, what Detroit is doing against the uh, center position they're averaging giving up about 34 points and about 20 and a half rebounds to that center position. So I think this is a good opportunity for Carl Anthony tends to, you know, get into double figures for rebounding. Um, you know, I think I had Vucevic on, uh, they last played, I believe on Sunday. And I think he had, um, I think he had like 14 rebounds against them. Um, so I'll take Carl Anthony towns over 10 and a half rebounds here tonight. And, on the road, you know, he's averaging right at that 10 number in one game this season against Detroit. He did have 11. So I think without, you know, lack of presence right now inside, especially without Mason Pumley for for the Detroit Pistons, um, he should have an easy night, you know, grabbing some rebounds here tonight for, for the Minnesota Timberwolves. So over 10 and a half on cat rebounds. I like it. And what's the last one you got there? Yeah, last one we had talked about talking about Nikola Vucevic, right? Because this is his fifth matchup against the Brooklyn Nets here tonight. Quickly, just want to rattle off the numbers that he's had. You know, they'll be the first two will be against uh, the Brooklyn Nets when he was with Orlando, and then the two the last two will be when he was with Chicago. So, um, Nikola Vucevic, 34, 10, and 7, 28, 12, and 2, 22, 14, and 8, and then 22, 13, and 2. So, um, you know, I was looking at his points and rebounds for tonight. I think I saw it on one of these books and it was posted at 36 and a half. Um, I kind of like that over 36 and a half, you know, again, with the Brooklyn Nets, they don't really have that true inside big man that can kind of contain a guy like Nikola Vucevic, right? Um, They've been playing better defense, obviously, over the last seven days. Maybe that's an effect of having Blake Griffin in there, but the pure jump shot and the offensive ability and the rebounding ability that we know of in Kola Vucevic, he will be able to have his way again, again, against, sorry, against the Brooklyn Nets here tonight. And, um, you know, he's been having fantastic rebounding nights over his last, I think four to five games for the Chicago Bulls quickly trying to pull up his, his stats here Um, against Detroit. He had, 16 rebounds, 14 against Boston, 14 against Charlotte, 15 against Milwaukee, 18 against the uh, New York Knicks. Over his last 10 games, he's averaging 23 points and close to 15 rebounds. And then against Brooklyn, like we said, in his four games this season, averaging 26 and a half points and close to 12 to 13 rebounds a game. So if your book offers a points and rebounds um, prop for Nikola Vucevic, I think I saw that 36 and a half. I will take that over. 36 and a half for Nikola Vucevic, Vucevic tonight against the Brooklyn Nets. I like it. Way to close it out. Um, just to go back to my buddy healed, it appears after I refresh my screen that his four and a half has now moved to five and a half. I don't like that as much, but it moved because it moved the plus odds. Um, as I said, he's averaging over six over his last eight. That one might be my bonus flyer, but I'm going to sub in a different one here. Okay. I'm going to go with Demonis a bonus over 20, 20 and a half points. You guys see that at minus 106. Um, 
mainly because so he hasn't had actually had the best success against the Sixers this season. He's only averaging 18 points a game in their two contests with eight and a half rebounds and five assists. However, um, with Joel Embiid questionable to play, um, even if he does end up suiting up, Mm -hmm. uh, the play of Demonis Sabonis as of late, I think, will reign supreme. He's averaging over his last five games, 26 points, almost 15 rebounds and 10 assists. Even if Malcolm Brogdon plays, I I still see that Sabonis will be the factor or the main factor and beneficiary of the um, Pacers offense. So I'm going to go with Demonis Sabonis over 20 and a half points here to close out my props. Any last parting thoughts, Munaf, in this 11-game slate we got going on today? No, man, we have some great matchups like we discussed. You know, Chicago, Brooklyn, Golden State, Phoenix. Um, I think Indiana, Philly might be sneaky good. Um, you know, Miami, Boston, again, I think one of the games of the nights here. So we have a lot of great games, a um, lot of playoff implications that we get throughout the week here. And, again, it's just going to be a lot of fun just, you know, watching these standings throughout the week. And then Sunday is going to be the big day where – there's a lot of games. I think they all start at noon, which I don't think we've ever seen in the NBA before right. because of a lot of so much <laughs> playoff implications. But, uh, you know, hopefully we have a big week here making money. And, and you know, uh, I know we have a big show coming up on Sunday. I think we're going to tease that tomorrow um, with, with Zach on, on the pod. We'll, we'll get into that and then uh, we'll go from there, man. For sure. All right, D-Gens. This is Titus signing off. We'll catch you guys tomorrow. We'll be doing it yet again, running down our best plays of the night, the prop shop, as well as our daily fades. Until then, we'll holler at you, see you in Slack and on Twitter. Make sure to follow us at SportsNerd824 and at Dan Titus. I'll holler at you guys. Peace. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm good.